Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Hey, girl. <laughs> Hi, Shanti. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Fabulous. Wonderful. Do you have any updates for us or do you want me to get oh, into Oh, you it? just jump right in. We ain't even going to waste no motherfucking time. Um, my update would be, do you know Lizzo? Who? Lizzo. No. She's the new artist. Oh, my God. So I don't like her music. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere completely different. <laughs> Why did you? I do don't it like, like that? her music, but I'm obsessed with her. I love her, and I want to support her, even though I don't like her music. But she's been around. You haven't seen this like she's full figured, plays a flute, and has really outrageous she's like missy and jasmine and who else i'm looking at her now i just googled it she's like if jasmine and missy elliott had a baby and um you should follow her on instagram everybody should follow her on instagram i really really love her she seems really really authentic and She's funny as fuck, and she's talented, and I don't like her music, but I'm all about Lizzo right now, and I, I get lost on her Instagram, so you probably feel differently because you're a hater, but... Oh. Oh. Why talk do about you it. do that to get me? Get real immediately. I just feel like the person that's always calling the other person a hater is the actual hater, but I'm going to let you live. You do your thing. I'm going to let you cook. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you cook. Um... Anyway, well, great. We'll have to check Lizzo out, even though you kind of dissed her and also bigged her up, which is like real hater shit. Gaslighting asshole. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. It's all funny games. It's all funny games. So you call a bitch um, a gaslighting hoe. That's crazy. That's that, that's that new, that's that new woke type shit. You gaslighting asshole. <laughs> You unemotionally evolved, shut down, and not self-loving yourself, ass bitch. <laughs> I love it. Oh God. Um, a couple things. Uh, today is the Fourth of July. Yay! I don't care. Um, but for my updates, I do. I do have a Fourth of July rant that I'm gonna get into, but I want to update y'all Uh-oh. first. You know me. The rant is coming. Um. I stepped back behind the mic um, and not in a podcast sense. I had a couple performances recently and it felt so good. And God is so good because I literally had just said to myself, 
all right, it's time for you to do something creative. It's time for you to perform again, at least do a couple one-off shows so you can, because I was feeling that like, oh, I haven't, I haven't performed in a while. Like what the hell? Got a call to sub with this group called Muenzo and the Shakes um, with Michael Muenzo, who is, uh, he's a really amazing artist. He is very eclectic. His music is crazy. It's like a vibe, honey. It's like a mixture of African, like West African music and jazz and funk and then he has like classical pieces and it like it and it's all a mosh podge of like it's just he needs to do his his music just sounds like like plays it's very theatrical um and he called me to sub and it was like it's not the easiest music to learn because it's it doesn't follow the norms of music and writing but it was super fun super cool the band is like it's like one of the most talented bands. Like he just has the the musicians in his band are unreal. And he runs his band like James Brown, where like, you don't know what's coming. He actually came up under James Brown. I actually recorded an episode with him. Um, oh, he's an older guy. No, he's a younger guy. He came up under James Brown while he was, while James Brown was older and he was still a young person. Um, but he gets into all of that on the episode, and I, I just need to edit it and get it together for y'all so you can hear it. But that was great. We perform at this, um, at the Clifford Brown Jazz Festival in Delaware, and then we also uh, performed at Jazz Pride here in New York. So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just like. Go internet. Uh, it was just Getting fun. Your ass back out there, yeah. Girl. And it was so interesting because yes. there was a couple of people who came up to me in Delaware, and they were like, "We love your podcast. We didn't even know you what? sang." And I was like, "For real?" They were like, "Yeah, we had no idea." I was like, "Well, how are you listening to the podcast then? Did I never say that on here?" Bitch, no. Oh wow! I told you you got to start doing your songs, and you turned me down. No, I'm not doing that. But if people are interested in hearing my voice, I recorded this like fifty thousand years ago, and it came out like three years ago. But it's like young Antoinette singing. But it's on Spotify. If you just look up Antoinette Henry, there's a little record up there. She got a motherfucking album now. <laughs> what? Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm always happy to go back into that hemisphere. I need to do it more. Um, but another exciting thing is that I booked, I'm just out here booking flights and just figuring it out later. <laughs> so I keep saying that I want to go to Ghana for New Year's um, and I'm going. I have no idea yes. who I'm going with. Uh, I don't think my roommate can go anymore. So right now I'm just going. I'm pretty sure that Renee, owned by Femme, she told me that she's going. I know that Hey Gorgeous is going. So it'll be like a little reunion with those girls there, which will be cool. But I'm actually going to Morocco first because it was a lot cheaper to fly into Morocco and stay a couple days and then go to Ghana. So I'll be celebrating Christmas in Morocco. And that made me think of the office, that Moroccan Christmas they had. Shout out to everybody who watches the office. But I'm so excited about that. And I don't know how I'm going to really get it all done with work. But you will. But I will. And um, the flight is booked, and it's non-refundable, so I'm going. I'll figure it out later. I'm very proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Aren't you? Like, little Antoinette yeah. is out here venturing out into this big world. <laughs> Alone. You yes. know, that ain't my thing. You're funny yourself. You're funny yourself. Yeah. You're funny, yeah. 
So I'm excited. So if anybody's going to be in Ghana, and the thing about Ghana is it's the year of the return. I think we talked about that before. 400th um, year anniversary of when the first slave ship left Ghana to come to America. And so the um, Ghanaian president has called this the year of the return for Americans to come home. Um, and so there's going to wow. be festivities all week for like the last, I don't know, my homie who lives in Ghana, he was like, listen, around Christmas and the holidays, like Ghana is nothing but parties. Nobody works. Like everybody just parties and has a good time and like it's just celebratory. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I hope that it's what I want it to be. And I hope that Renee gets there early because she's always so much fun so that we can well, like be out about. Keep your expectations low. Damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> in other news... <laughs> Just shot me down, and I want Shanti to go. And I want I want props for inviting you people, the girls. Oh, you people, you mm-hmm. mothers, you mean? That's like that's mm-hmm. like a derogatory way mm-hmm. of saying you mothers that can't go. You can go. You can go. I can't go. All right. Well, I would love for you to. I go. I might be able to go. <laughs> if I have, I won't be able to go. That's right when the store opens. But well, there it is. Soon come, girl. Soon come. Well, anyway, I invited. My other homegirls, because I get flack for not inviting them, because I just assume that they can't go. But hopefully somebody can come. We'll see. Um, in other news, it's motherfucking July 4th. And I just want to say, what to the American slave is your 4th of July? <laughs> Famed black abolitionist and former slave Frederick Douglass. Douglas <laughs> posed this question before a large, mostly white crowd in Rochester, New York, on July 5th, 1852. It is a day that reveals to him, more than all days in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is a constant victim. Talk about it. Douglas explained, adding that he felt... <laughs> This is not funny. Adding that he felt much the same. I am not included within the pale of this glorious anniversary. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. Motherfucking white people out here fronting. <laughs> fronting. Yeah, July 4th is We ain't is free like, until we all free, niggas. Exactly. And July 4th, for those that don't know, celebrates the U.S. being independent from Europe and uh, the adoption of the Declaration of Independence. Um, and little did, I didn't know this, but apparently July, like when slaves, um, when there was slavery, slaves would like celebrate um, July 4th on July 5th as like a way of resistance. And just to show like this isn't our holiday, which I thought was really interesting. I don't know how widespread that was, but there are accounts of slaves doing that. And then when they were emancipated um, after the Civil War, in 1865, like the nation's four million newly anticipated slaves, aka citizens, now, you know, citizens, and I say that with quotations, um, transform Independence Day into a celebration of black freedom. And I didn't know that. So apparently in the South, when slaves uh, were freed, they turned July 4th into a whole turn up, honey. To the point That's where it's like we barbecuing and it's going to be on listen, the listen. And now I and now it makes more sense to me as to why so many black people own this holiday in the way that they do because I never understood it. Now I'm like, 
oh, this is like a generational thing. So apparently they used to, like, they organized their own parades, their own marches, their own, like, just exactly, like, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if it was called a barbecue, probably a picnic, but they organized those kind of things in the South, and it was, like, a way up to, um, I guess, I guess it was, like, a, a, a show of resistance, and, like, it was celebratory, um, until, of course, white people couldn't deal with it. They couldn't deal with these people being happy and just eating their food and having a good day. Um, and, you know, they soon became violent, and folks were killed, and yada, yada, yada. And so, um, I mean, I don't. we don't need to go into all that sadness, but, like, it, some shit went down in Charleston that was pretty bad, like, these people it was just like a full-on like massacre or some shit and uh and so those celebrations kind of cease and desisted out of fear but that is where this like super black fourth of july like we got to find a barbecue kind of thing stems from and i did hmm. not know that did you know that did you what girl no no i thought that was really cool so while this fourth of july holiday is not ours um there is a be a piece excuse me i can't speak a piece of history um where folks tried to claim it and maybe we should do that i'm still on the fence about it but i do like the barbecues and stuff so maybe we just need to turn it into i would love for us to show out like this on juneteenth and shout out to pa for officially recognizing yeah. Juneteenth as a motherfucking holiday. That's amazing. And it's still gotta work, but I know. But people should call out. They got vacation days for a reason. I would love to see like picnics and stuff like that on Juneteenth. There was a parade. Philly did a lot of things. There are a lot of different things. The parade was yesterday in West Philly. And then there was a Germantown Juneteenth parade. Um I didn't grow up. And I didn't, I didn't actually learn about Juneteenth until very recently. Me neither. Like a couple of years ago, I didn't ago. know about it. My my dad, my mom, my mom definitely didn't know anything about it, and I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't have like you know Afrocentric folks telling me. Um, so this is recent. So I, I'm excited to like bring JoJo into the fold and and That's celebrate it, cool. create some some some. What's the word? Not rituals. Some, I don't know. Make it a holiday. Make it an <laughs> annual holiday. We are struggling with the vocabulary so far. I know. It's but so you know, embarrassing. I'm just like. That's all right. It's yeah. very early in the morning. We getting it done, though. We delivering content. All right, y'all. So you've been asking for this episode for some time. We, I have been personally ignoring it because I just. Y'all want to know about our beauty hacks. I know. Y'all want to know about our beauty hacks. And we did start out as, I guess, beauty bloggers. More hair. But, um, yeah. Um, we're here. We're going to do it. And Shanti's going to lead us in. Yeah, so we had a post where we asked everybody what y'all want to hear us podcast about. And so beauty was one of them. And it just took me down memory lane because... For those that do not know, Around the Way Curls started off as a web blog. We posted every day. We wrote articles. We shared videos. We were, it was an incredible blog, and I really wish that we still had it because I would have drawn from what we had in the past and shared on this post, but 
unfortunately it's gone but the blog was created around the time that this whole natural hair beauty influencer you know uh movement started it was probably like what seven or eight years ago when that really started Mm -hmm. and I just was reflecting on how amazing this journey has been and how excited we were in sharing the wealth and the little tips and the hairstyles that we created with other people and how it actually how impactful is it's been So often I have people write or I see somebody on the street and they'll be like, oh, my God, you inspired me to cut my hair. You inspired me to, you know, break out and become a single mom, not become a single mom, but kind of like reconcile single motherhood, all of these things. So I know a lot of us get frustrated and it's easy to just kind of like put this whole beauty influencer movement into a shallow bucket and be like that's fake but in reality it has served in a great purpose it served a great purpose in my life when I was just starting to explore my natural hair and figure out how to maintain my curls and I was stalking the internet and some some what do you call them trailblazers were folks that I followed Every single day. I feel like we're so used to consuming content now that we forget about the time that you didn't have Instagram necessarily and you were going into Mm -hmm. somebody's blog and being so excited to see the new content they created. Because at that time, not everybody was posting every single day. So it would be like three days to a week before your favorite influencer posted. And so this idea of content creation was very new and it was mad exciting. And I just want to shout out some of the people that I was obsessed with and really, really learned a lot from them sharing their little posts about their lives and their styles and their tips. And the first person is Mop Top Maven. Mm. And Mop Top Maven is no longer posting. She dropped off the face of the planet. She stopped posting. There was some scandal around why she stopped posting. But this sister was and probably is so fly. She had one of the first lifestyle blogs that I ever read where she was sharing stuff about DIY nail designs. She was putting nail designs on her nails before that was like a big thing for that blew up. She shared all of her hair tips, cooking. She had like little recipes that I followed. She taught me how to make a chicken pot pie. She talked (laughs) about motherhood. She had great style and she had a wonderful aesthetic that was like ahead of the time. She was one of the first like um, you know that real simple and clean aesthetic that's really big now. She's one of the first people to do it. So her, her blog is still live. She's not updating but she's still live. So Go check out Mop Top Maven. I love her. Of course, Curly Nikki was the first person mm-hmm. that really even put us on. But before we even started engaging with her, Curly Nikki has and still has an encyclopedia of natural hair information from hairstyles to porosity to how it's culturally impacted. She really, really set the tone. She was like the Oprah of natural hair. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it. I just, I just, I would spend hours scrolling. And every day I was so excited to read her new content. She was posting every single day. 
Um, and she was one of the first people to put us on. And we're we in her book. Submit. We're in her book, nigga. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, my God. We're in her book. Um, yeah, she was the first person to share one of our articles. And if you got your shit shared, it was like it was like Oprah. It was like Oprah's favorite things. Like mm-hmm. if you got <laughs> your article posted, it was a big deal. And, of course, my Ray Ray. Is that her name? Ray Ray? Yeah. Ray Ray was all over Tumblr, and I just remember seeing her face and being like, damn, who is this who is beautiful light skin John? That She was just, like, breathtaking, and she was all over the internet. Um, Urban Bush Babes, of course, Cipriana and... Um, Nakia. Oh, shit. What's her name? Nakia. Cipriana. Nakisha. Nakisha. Nakisha? Nakia. Nakisha? Nakisha. Yeah. They're blowing up now, but they were like the cool urban influencers, the Brooklyn Johns, the thrifters, high fashion, great aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Always loved them. Um, And then, of course, there was Kimmy Tube that put like the science into black hair. She would have you pH testing your hair and doing this length check and, you know, putting methods and scientifically vetted processes to work to grow out her natural hair and I was all about it I remember taking notes and being like okay porosity pH level (laughs) 4.7 you know so I just wanted to salute all of those amazing trailblazers some of which have really gotten the recognition that they deserve and have made a lifestyle out of this is how they make their coins so shout out to y'all um, for us by and us. shout out to all our early followers that's how you guys even got to know us is from sharing our 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 natural hair care and our beauty hacks so amen yes that's all i just i just wanted to say um say how do you feel about being considered like a quote-unquote beauty influ- influencer i have mixed feelings about it but again i i, I feel i feel honored not honored. I f- I am excited to share the stuff that I do know, you know, mm-hmm. even when it comes to like our journeys. I think we've turned more into kind of like um, self-development lifestyle. I think that's what we're talking about more so than beauty. Mm-hmm. But even the little things that I learn, I'm so excited to share with everybody else. So sharing from a place that feels very authentic is important. And I think that that's something that you and I both grapple with is like, all right, right that's the thing. metrics or, you know, are we going to do this from our hearts? And we've been basically moving really super organically. We always have been. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know, like, I don't feel because we're still, we don't have 300,000 followers, I feel like we definitely have the space to still come organically and we don't have the pressures or the pull that, you know, when we hang out with Hey Fran Hey, it's like, oh, it's so much of her identity versus this is just like something that we do because we we love it and it's not, we have like a separate life from it, Mm -hmm. I think, from my experience. What about you? Yeah, it's the same thing. I think my, the other thing that I'd add to it is that I always, or not always, I um, got weary of folk, of feeling like 
like we were telling people the right curl or this or that to have Mm -hmm. and like the best one to have and how to get it perfect. And that made me a little nervous where it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like this is supposed to be a space where folks can, you know, come and be their best selves themselves. And I felt like it got to a point where people were trying to either achieve whatever kind of curl or complexion or whatever the case was, not complexion, but like, I guess, clarity yeah, complexion anything but like just trying to achieve what we had like we were Mm -hmm. the benchmark and it was like yeah nah that's not that's not the vibe like so I was I was nervous about that for a little while and I think that's when the blog started to get a little weird for me where it was like wait a minute but no you're supposed to do you're supposed to celebrate your own stuff like this is just how we're doing it but I think that we have a healthy balance of it now hopefully child Yeah, and I think we're still dedicated to, we're still trying to figure this out, you know, to be completely transparent, to have been one of the earlier quote-unquote influencers, and to have our peers, folks that we were hanging out with and we're still kind of like figuring out the wild, wild west of this, be making money from this. I think we both grapple with like, all right, we should be, maybe we can be making money, but what do we have to sacrifice? Mm -hmm. What does it take? What does that mean? Um, I think we are doing a good job at just being like, no, we're going to be authentic. And we also took time, like we took years off, but we're going to be authentic and we're going to, we're not going to sell out. And not saying that they did, but like, like there's certain things that we're just not like we're not the outfit of the day girls. Um, and then there three. there was I got a, a three outfits. Yeah, but there was also a point where too where we were um, we were doing different paid things that didn't align with us, and we could feel it. You know, like where it was like, why are we doing this? I don't want to review this. I don't even like. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So anyway. So we're here now, and the podcast to me feels a lot more purposeful than just the title of beauty influencer. Like, that can be one thing, one aspect of it. But you wanted this episode, so here here we are. So um, what is our approach to beauty? I jotted some things down. I think around the way Curl approach to beauty is to be your best self and not the best version of someone else, but the best version of you, to be authentic, to break rules, Drink your water, mind your business, and that's it. And I think you you added that you're allowed to swagger jack. (laughs) Yeah, I think being inspired by other people and and figuring out how to incorporate it into your own style is is everything. That's what I do. You do. I saw you. swagger jack and the hell out of it, but then I make When you came through with that white eyeliner, I was like, where'd she get that from? I knew that was from some, somewhere. Rihanna. I knew it. <laughs> All right. So hair, Shanti, break down your regimen. We're going to go topic by topic by topic on today. So I have definitely become less obsessive around my hair than I used to be, especially when I first started on this whole natural hair journey. But the basics for me is I wash my hair every other week. 
Um, I don't wash my hair every week or else it will dry it out. I used to be all about the non-sulfate shampoo, but right now I have a dollar store shampoo on my hair. I just need to get it clean. It does not matter. It has sulfate Um, in it? Yeah, it does. And I wash it once. I don't wash it twice. And it it does me good. Um, I always condition with herbal essence. That has been my go-to for years. Um, It is the... Hello Hydration? Hello Hydration, girl. Thank you. Yes. Love that. And then when my hair is still wet, I put in a leave-in conditioner. And I just swung back to Kimmy Tube's leave-in conditioner. Um, You just have to Google her recipe. It's a mix of aloe vera juice, a um, leave-in conditioner, such as Kinky Curly Not Today, and then oil. So I mix that up, and it just really, really helps with the porosity of my hair. That's why she adds the aloe vera, because porosity is your hair's ability to retain moisture. And I happen to have a high, highly porous hair, meaning that oil, excuse me, meaning that moisture doesn't stay in it. It just will go in and then immediately go back out, out, kind of evaporate just because of the cuticle, my, the way my cuticles work. So, um, this is good. This mixture is good because the aloe vera juice messes with the pH, which affects the hair's ability to retain moisture. And then it has a lot of oil in it because the oil acts like a sealant. So once you put that oil, that water in your hair, the oil on top of it will seal it shut. And so I have highly porous hair, whereas Antoinette has a lower porosity and she doesn't do well with a lot of oils it like weighs her hair down and mm-hmm. actually makes it drier because it blocks the oil, the water from going in so look up porosity it's very very important it has everything to do with the kind of products you should be putting in your hair um, and there are certain things you shouldn't be putting on your hair depending on how porous your hair is so yes check that out and then I seal my curl with a Duafe um, product. It's handmade in Philadelphia. You can order it online, D-U-A-F-E. It's called Whipped, and it is amazing. It does the damn thing. Um, and I air dry because I just broke my dryer. Oh, my God. The one that you <sighs> sit under you broke? Yeah, man. It's fucked up. Oh. It's, I, it's really, it makes me upset. I can't talk about it right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, my regimen is a little different. I am what? I have very, very fine hair, child. And I have a low porosity where once moisture gets in there, it's in that joint. And that's that. Um, so I don't use any oil the way Shanti said, but I tend to use Kinky Curly Not Today. It's black owned. It's like six ingredients in it. And the main ingredient that I think is a big, it's organic too, but the main ingredient that helps me is the marshmallow root. And the marshmallow root is very slippery. So it basically helps like detangle your hair and because my hair is so thin it gets tangled so easily like the wind will tangle it it just like blowing in the wind give me like 15 knots by the time I get home and um 
my hair is prone to breakage because of how thin it is. So I have to really take my time to um, get through my hair at night. I also don't have second day hair. So I have to wet my hair every day in order to reset the curl. Um, So in the summertime, I come alive where I'm like, okay, I can just wet my hair, do my thing and walk outside. Um, During the winter, it's a lot more difficult for me because then I have to diffuse every day. But um, I use Kinky Curly Not Today as a a leave-in conditioner. And then I know some people are going to gasp. I use a mousse. I do. And let me see. What is it? The mousse that I use afterwards is Garnet Futis Curl Construct Creation Mousse. And it has like a little bit of hold in it. It doesn't make your hair crunchy because I really hate that look. But um, yeah, I use a mousse. I've tried an oil. I've tried the Eco Gel Styler. I've tried all of that. And I just, my hair is so much happier with mousse. I I don't know what else to say. Yes, whatever works for you. It is what it is. Yeah, I definitely carry a hair pick um, everywhere I go because my hair again is thin. Not a whole lot of body happening, so I pick it out constantly because I like the body. Um, I was going for the longer look, but that bitch cut my hair off. I'm not gonna talk about it. Um, And then I deep condition a lot. In all honesty, probably more than I should. But something that I'm doing now is that when I get home from the day, I take a bath every night. And so I'll wet my hair in the tub and I'll put conditioner in my hair, put it in a top knot and then like wrap it in one of those like protective towels or whatever for a little bit. And then I go to sleep with my hair wet and with conditioner in it. But like, it'll be wrapped in that towel because that conditioner Hmm. can break your skin out. Or in a bonnet or in whatever you have. But I'll do that so that the next day my hair, I don't have to like comb through it. Because once I sleep on it with like, if I sleep on dry hair and I didn't comb through it and it's just like a thing. I never detangle um, when my hair is dry anymore. Um, I always detangle with conditioner lobs of conditioner in my hair and then the deep conditioner like if you ever see me when my hair is slicked back and like those tight buns that I'll do that's because I'm deep conditioning my hair (laughs) so I will put deep conditioner in my hair and slick it back and then go to work with a whole deep conditioner in my hair and it's just back in a bun and part it in the middle and nobody knows but the deep conditioner that I like to use any of the shea moisture deep conditioners they have like a whole plethora of options and kinds, but I really like, and it's a little bit pricey, but it's black owned as well. It's Brio, Briogeo, B-R-I-O-G-E-O, Briogeo, Briogeo, something like that. Black owned. I found it in Sephora. I actually got a sample from Sephora and was like, what? This is lit. Um, I really love their deep conditioner. And then, um, How for do you me- spell it? B-R-I-O-G-E-O. Hmm. And um, also with the knotless braids, some people were talking about how do I maintain them. Um, they're pretty easy, and they're a lifesaver because they allow me to get to my scalp and add, when I have the, those braids in, I put Jamaican black castor oil on my scalp to help with growth and to help with just laying down any flyaways. But I also use um, the Shea Moisture 
strengthen and restore foam all throughout the braids. Like maybe every three or four days, I'll put that on just to give my hair some more, um, some more moisture to condition them while they're in the braids. It's really important to condition your hair. A lot of people will get braids and not condition their hair for two months while the braids are in. And like, that's a no, no, your, your hair is super dry and synthetic hair dries your hair out quicker, which is why I put that on every three to four days. And then I just tie it up at night and it'll lay back down with the, um, with the oil and that foam. Um, but I don't do any gel or anything like that with the braids because that can break your hair off as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. Dot georgetown dot edu slash podcast so yeah that's my little hair regimen or whatever skin so a lot of people have been asking us about our skin regimens it's called and a filter my... <laughs> <laughs> it's called a filter and face tuner the paris um, filter is lit y'all just so you know go on your instagram story put your picture up there do the paris filter swipe left once and then download the picture and you will have perfect skin that's just a little Listen, just a little tip that's from it you. that's that's it that's exactly <laughs> it that's our skin um, regimen <laughs> it's like i i don't have a skin regimen and i probably should because i'm getting older and that that's important or whatever but right now what i've always done since i was you know washing my own face is wash my face every night before i go to sleep like without fail, I always wash my Girl, face that, before I go to sleep. And I use something super basic. I just use the tea tree face cleanser from Trader Joe's. Um, I do exfoli- exfoliate every now and again, and I I should, but I don't have any kind of SPF or like <laughs> skin tightening or. <laughs> I don't have it. I just put on almond oil on my face and then I slap mm. some makeup on and I, you know, keep it moving. Child. But isn't that, 
You know all I that have stuff. All help of the me. things. Help me. Well, here's help the other me. thing. If you don't need it, then don't do it. Do not. No, I think I need an SPF and like a skin. I think retinol. you should definitely. I don't know what none of that shit is. I don't think you need retinol, but what I'll is t- the retinol? I'm gonna get into it. All right. So I definitely think you need SPF. I have very problematic skin. Let me give you some background on my skin. I got my first facial because I had I was getting those pimples that are super painful and under the skin pimples. You know what I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. ones that are like, it just feels like somebody punched you. I was getting them so often and I didn't have any self-control. So I was like getting, I was trying to burst them and scarring my skin. Long And I was like a slave to makeup. I went and got a facial. Mm, I want to say it was before I had blue. So I want to say like 10 to 11 years ago. And the woman was like, what are you putting on your face? Your skin is so impacted with, like, gunk. And I was like, oh, just shea butter. (laughs) And then I wasn't even washing it because I thought my skin, I wasn't washing it that well. I would, like, wash it real fast with just, like, bar soap. And I was like, well, my skin is so dry. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she was like, oh, no, 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 honey. And she just warned me. She was like, this is going to be a process. Like, your skin has to detox. We have to get all this gunk out of your skin. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And she was not lying. So that was when I got really, really into makeup. Um, But her, her advice really helped me. She gave me, I'll, I'll just run through. She told me to use a toner. So a toner... Well, no, I should go first with the, the with a face wash. So the first thing she said was you have to wash your face every day. And that makeup wipe is not enough. It does not clean mm. your skin. So the makeup wipe might get the makeup off to the eye, but it still doesn't get all of your makeup off. Um, so you wash your skin with whatever works for you. I have very problematic skin where I get skin under the pimp- like pimples under the skin, excuse me. So I use a salicylic acid face wash called um, Clear Days Ahead by Philosophy. I have been using this since forever, like since she told me to get it. It's $20 and it's the best $20 I spend. I, if I'm traveling and I forget it, my skin immediately starts to act up. It's it's immediate, and I'm like, wow, that maybe I'm relying on it at this point. I don't care. I'll just have to use it for the rest of my life because it works. Um, and you just wash that. You wash your skin with it. You let it sit for three minutes. You take it off. Uh, but the thing with that is it takes off, like, the top layer of your epidermis, which is the top layer of your skin. And so it allows you to really get – because I have skin where – it doesn't exfoliate quite right. So basically it exfoliates your skin for you without it being harsh. And that way you can really clean the skin under, like the skin that's underneath where all that gunk is getting impacted. So this is for people that have that type of, that under pimple type of problem. So I wouldn't, like, what if you have just acne? What if you just have regular acne? We'll have to get into or that in a normal second. normal to dry skin, would you? We'll have to. I don't know. I'm not a dermatologist. We'll have to get girl. into that. What? I, we're talking about our regimen. I, girl, I'm not a dermatologist. Girl. You better go get your goddamn degree. What was I saying? Okay. And then after that, I take, I mean, for the dry skin, I wouldn't use cecilic acid because it's going to strip your skin of the moisture. You need some sort of. Um, 
moisturizing cleanser, and they do have them as well. I would honestly say just go and get a facial. Um, They have them on Groupon. Read the reviews and let that person tell you what you need. And then they'll try to sell you stuff from their own place. Don't get that. Just read what's read, read what that stuff is, and then if you have somebody cool, you can be like, "Listen, I can't afford this. What else can I get?" And they'll usually write down some stuff that you can get from Sephora. Like it, it's just that's simple. But afterwards, nice. I'll tone my face. I'll use a toner, and I use Thayer's. Toner does what? I can you wait? I use Thayer's alcohol-free toner, and the toner basically is another gentle way to clean your skin especially if you wear makeup so like once I tone my face and I I keep in mind I just use a makeup wipe I just wash my face I will still have gunk on that little white cloth where I'm like wow this is the stuff that my skin is so sensitive that it breaks it break it breaks out as a result of it have you ever toned your face no Wow. So you would be witch, so shocked. Which hazel toner? Oh, well then that's toner. Well, I don't do it. That's I don't do it regularly. It's not part of my regimen, but I've used it before. Well, it shrinks toner shrinks your pores. It restores your skin's pH level. Um, it can act like a moisturizer depending on what time what kind you get. If you're getting a witch hazel one, that's usually like an astringent, so not so much. Mm-hmm. And it like refreshes the skin. Um okay. But it it really, really is another way. It's like an added protection to clean your skin because there's so much stuff in my pores even after I wash. Um, and then I have, this is another thing that changed my life. So I don't have as much melanin in the Shanti. That's not um, new news. But the... Poison princess. Shut up. I also had, after that acne experience where my skin got worse before it got better, I had so much scarring around my cheekbones, like a lot of hyperpigmentation. And the way I got rid of that was uh, The Ultimate Miracle Worker by Philosophy. I really love Philosophy. These are retinol pads. And retinol is something that basically, again, strips that top layer of your skin and it helps um, It helps with wrinkles. Like, it just, retinol is the shit. If you can use retinol, retinol is not cheap though. So like 60 of these pads is $70. You use, oh, get the fuck out of here. You use one pad a day. So that's two months of $70. So that's, $35 a month if you look at it that way. They just don't sell it in 35 like in packs for 1 month. That 70 sounds a lot, but over the course of 2 months for me, it's an expense that I incorporate because this is another item that if I don't use it, I see it. I see it immediately that my skin is starting to get impacted. I I have like some sort of pain where I know that I'm getting one of those pimples and this really helps for that. And it also got rid of my hyperpigmentation didn't happen overnight, but within like four to five months, I saw a huge difference to the point where I'll actually walk outside now without makeup. But like, I would never leave without having foundation on my skin. Cause I was oh. so self-conscious about it. Yeah. Like I wouldn't leave the house without it. Um, I will also say that they 
they have sales. So what I do is I'm crazy around Christmas time and I budget for this. Um, they always have sales. Um, it's a fora, a philosophy online, and I will buy like six of these at once. So I have two more just waiting and I pay less as a result. Now it's more upfront money, but instead of me paying 70 each time, maybe I paid 50 and then it's $25 each month. You see what I'm saying? So I just have it for like the year. I'll just stock up as soon as there's a sale. Um, that's something that I do. Then I use the essence, which I'm still on the fence about essence. I do a lot for my skin, y'all. I essence is like <laughs> supposed to be packed with vitamins and adds a thin what do you layer. Mean essence? That's what, what it's it? called. It's called essence. Um, and an essence is a it's something it look it kind of looks like it's like this white cloudy. <laughs> Really silky. It looks like a serum. It's like a mix between a serum and a cream. And you put that on, and it's supposed to be uh, packed with so many vitamins and like another thin layer of hydrate. It's very thin, um, which I really like. But it's just supposed to be packed with so many vitamins. It's like, you know, the K Beauty regimen where it's like 16, 17 steps they do every night before bed and in the morning on their face. Like the Korean beauty care stuff. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Essence is like their top thing that they wouldn't go without because it's just supposed to be like, you don't really see the results. It's just a matter of like, it's just keeping your skin super hydrated and super healthy so that it prevents wrinkles, it prevents da 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 that type of thing. So, I use Essence. I like it. Um, but again, it's like, it's just one of those things that, like, you just kind of have to trust. And I, I, I see a bit of a difference, but, like, it's not something that happens overnight. Um, so you can go without Essence if you want, but I do use it. And then for my uh, moisturizer, because you have to moisturize your face after you clean it. Um, you have to. Like, you have to. I use First 80, First 80, Jesus, First Aid Beauty Ultra Repair Cream. Get that from Sephora. It's cheap. It's, it's not very expensive. Um... And it's just like, just a, it's pretty thick. It's a thick cream. And I use just a little bit uh, and I put it on my face and my neck. And I do all of this on both my face and my neck because your neck will age you as well. Um, it's a lot of women out here that have facelifts, but they haven't gotten their necks done. So they look crazy. Um, and then I seal all of this just like hair. You got to clean it, moisturize it, and then seal in the moisture. I seal all of this with a rosehip oil from Rada. R-A-D-H-A, and I just get this from Amazon. And it's 100% pure and natural rosehip organic oil. And rosehip, um, it contains fatty acids, which helps uh, rejuvenate the skin, uh, protect it from premature aging, um, and so on and so forth. It heals scarring. It improves moisture levels. And you just use a couple drops. And um, it's very, I, I like it very much. Um, some people, well, for skin, skin isn't just your face. So on my body, I use, I make my own I shea butter whip. I should start selling it cause it's good, but I make my own shea butter whip. I'll go and get the shea butter that, um, is like hard as a rock from like, you know, the Africans on Fulton or, or 125th street or something here in New York. 
and I'll add coconut oil to it. I'll add vitamin C to it. I'll add vitamin E to it, like all these different uh, liquid droplets. And then I'll apply that on my body when my body is wet. And that's the main thing yeah. is like when I get out the, t- it's a lot of people that like will air dry and then put lotion on or something. And it's like lotion is different because there's water in lotion, but like a butter, you're trying to trap in the moisture. So you want to put that on your body while it is actually wet so that yes. you're actually locking in the moisture. Like so many mm-hmm. people do that wrong. And I'm like, like if you're ashy and you just put butter, like shea butter on, it's like, all right, you, it's kind of helping, but it's not like healing the problem. You're really just no. like making yourself greasy. That's also very important for people with eczema as well. Because mm-hmm. um, well, my daughter has eczema. And like that is, you have to, while the skin, while they're wet, you have to put on the, um, the, the oil or the, yeah, the oil-based thing. That's super important for yeah. actually moisturizing skin. And to really rub it in. Like really touch your body, thank it. Do all that stuff. Make a nice ritual out of greasing your body. It's muy importante. See. Also, See? people asked about face rollers. Um, I don't oh. have a face roller. What <laughs> My, is that? Ha, you've never seen them? Tracy Ellis I Ross I saw uses Tracy them. Ellis Ross with it, but I just it's, scroll when she starts doing shit like that. <laughs> a lot of people, well, now they're doing this thing where like they're made out of um, different crystals and stuff, and yeah. it's like about energy. But for the Do most I need part, to sell these at Sable, possibly. Sure. But for the most part, my sister has one, and she loves it. She uses it, and basically, it what it does is it, it's supposed to like stimulate certain parts of your face, and you're supposed to rub it a certain way to act to like it helps prevent wrinkles and helps. Really, it's really about wrinkles in my research. I don't have one, so I can't really talk about it. But if you see a cheap one, they got cheap ones on Groupon. Try it out and see you how it goes. You said you have one or you don't have I one? I don't have one, so I, I oh. can't say. I've used my sisters a couple times, but like it's something that you're supposed to use often in order to see the results. So I can't, I can't say anything about it. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. But also, lastly, the main thing about skin is sleep. Water, yes. less and stress. Get these fuck boys out your life, child. Yes, less. I just I said it. Less stress and some mm-hmm. good D, vitamin yes. D. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's. A, it's proven that having an orgasm can help with your skin. Get those. Get that acne away. A dick a day. Well, it, or it's not acne. It's it's making it seem like more uh, vibrant, which I can believe. Yeah, now. And then what? What's next? What's the next topic? Makeup. Uh, Do you have any makeup? Anything to add to makeup? (laughs) (laughs) You about to be like, oh. To makeup? Yeah. No, I, you know what? You you wear makeup. Not all the time. I wear makeup. Because you don't need it. But my, what I, you don't need it either. What I, I love makeup. But I just don't have the funds right now to be going all crazy. And when I was younger, I loved buying all the lipsticks and trying all the things. But now I'm like, that's too goddamn high. I I cannot afford it. So I just need... And I I have some foundation. I don't know. I think I lost it on a trip I most recently went to. (laughs) 
But normally I'd put like a really, really, really light foundation on that doesn't have a lot of deep coverage. I stay with a cat eye mm -hmm. and Stella or Stila, S-T-I-L-A. Stila. Stila Company best. is my favorite. For the cat eye, um, for the she's talking about the eyeliner, y'all. It's a liquid eyeliner, eyeliner with eyeliner. a fine point tip. Ugh, amazing. Yes. And I just buy a raggedy um, eye pencil right now because I'm just not spending money on, on, you know, a brown pencil. So I lightly do my eyebrows. Um, I do have a really nice concealer from NARS that I put under my eyes to hide all of the fatigue and anguish. And then I throw some blush on. And I really should buy some more blush. I really need to invest in some more blush. Right now I just have a NARS. Um, I need to invest in a blush and I need to invest in like a bronzer because it is that time for a bronzer. It's summertime. I should be shining. So y'all can cash at me if you want to help fund oh my, my God. Um, glow up. Because <laughs> right now I need to throw up. But that's that's it. Those are my, that's what I do every day daily. And throw on a lip every now and then. Um, well, but Antoinette, on the other hand, uh, be contouring and shadowing and doing I, a transformation, baby. Oh wow, that's because I need one child. No, you um, don't. <laughs> I so with makeup, everything starts with obviously I'm usually doing my makeup before I'm about to step out of the house, and this is really important. Before I step out, because I use all of this stuff that is like strips your skin of the top layer, da -da -da -da, yada, 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 I have to make sure that my skin is always protected because the retinol and the cecilic acid wash, like it takes off that top layer so that my skin is more susceptible to sun damage. So I have, have, have mm. to use have to use sunblock. You should be using I sunblock see. anyway on your I face. Know. Like you really should. Okay. Um yeah. but the good thing about uh again, these sales during Christmas time, Philosophy has this crazy sale where you can get the retinol pads and you can get their um multi rejuvenating cream with S SPF thirty. It's a um face cream. All in one pack for like 80 bucks or something like that. But it lasts for like the the cream for me lasts way longer than two months. Um, whereas the pads are only two months. But you can get them as a package and separately they'd obviously cost a lot more. You have to use some sort of SPF on your face. There are SPF there's SPF that um like makeup setting sprays now. Like there's all kinds of options for SPF. So Folks should really have no excuse as to why they're not using SPF. And just because you black does not mean that you don't need it. Please say the it again. The sun don't give a fuck about how much melanin you have. No. And especially the way our world is set up right now. There is no ozone layer. So we out here just yeah, that's crispy it's, little critters. It's so such a wise let tale. Let me take my own advice. <laughs> Yo, it's such a wise tale to believe to believe something else. Um, yeah. So I do that for makeup. 
All right. Somebody said, asked the question, how do you find the right foundation for the season? Child, let me put you on the game. Sephora is the best because you can go and get a sample of basically anything that you need or want. So what I do is if I'm, especially if I'm going on a vacation, I will go and get a sample of the foundation. If I don't have the foundation of where I'm at right now in terms of complexion, I'll get a sample of that. And then I'll get a sample of two shades up from that, most likely. That's smart. A darker shade. Listen, you do that, and then that foundation, two shades up, will most likely be your darkest. Or you just figure out what your darkest would be, and then you mix the two when you're in the middle. Instead of having to buy two different foundations. By the time you come home, your tan's probably going to fade anyway. That at least happens to me. But I specifically have two different foundations that I have. I have, I purchased it. I have one that's like my year, like for the most of the year. And then one that's my summer. I'm still using my most of the year foundation because I haven't gotten a tan yet. And my summer one, if I need to mix a little bit into my, to my regular lighter foundation, I'll do that. And the foundation that I use is by Too Faced and it's called Born This Way. And for anybody that like watches makeup gurus and stuff, you know that the coveted Giorgio Armani Silk Luminous Silk Foundation is like the holy grail of foundations. And I used to buy that. I was insane. I was spending so much money on makeup. How much was this it's like $70 for foundation. It's crazy, but it literally looks like silk. This foundation is comparable to it. It really is. Like born this way, they they did a really good job. And they have shades, a ton of shades. So check it out, go to Sephora. They'll tr- they'll did let you, you try it on for free. Yada yada yada. Do you like Fenty foundation? Cuz I, know she I has all used the different to, I used to wear Fenty's. Fenty's is a little too matte for me. I, I like more of a glow. That's why, like, she has this really matte foundation and then, like, all of this shimmering product, which is, like, I'd rather just the foundation have that glow in it. Um, I see. But I think Fenty is probably better for, like, a photo shoot so that you're not shiny. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, um, you know, and all that stuff. Go ahead, Auntie. Yeah, but also the, I have to say... A lot of people love, what is that stuff? It's by, I forget. It's like, there's a concealer that's like tape something. It's supposed to be the best. I like Too Faced Concealer. It's their multi-use sculpting concealer. This concealer is so bomb. It gives you so much coverage or not. Or you can blend it out so that it's like more natural looking. So now I'm at the point where like, sometimes I won't even wear a foundation. I'll just put concealer under my eyes and go and I'm good with it. Yeah. And it's really like this concealer, you can use it to, depending on the, if you get the right shade for yourself, which is important, your concealer should not be like four to five shades lighter than your skin. Please stop doing that. Ew. Just get it like one to two shades max lighter than your skin. Um, but yeah, their concealer from Too Faced is bomb. It's the multi-use sculpting concealer. Uh, folks asked about mascara. My favorite mascara is Better Than Sex. It's, oh. Yes. That mascara, you've used it, and you're like, I love this. It's the pink one. What? It's by Too Faced what as well. Too Faced, oh, Too Faced as well. Okay. okay. Um, and I'm not, like, loyal to any one brand. It's just, like, they have really good stuff. 
Um, you put me down. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, let me go. I'm writing this shit down for real. <laughs> Shut up. And then I for, am for lipstick. I am obsessed with Bite. Um, I really like Bite because it's called Bite because there's no harsh chemicals in it. So like, it we eat. I forget what they say. What they say? Like five pounds of lipstick before we die. So oh, that's great to know. Yeah. If you wear lipstick all the time, I highly recommend Bite because Bite is going to, it. it's basically you're consuming, you know, natural materials. And people are always asking me about my lip color. It's this new, like more, it's a little darker than my natural lip, but it's by Bite. It's a Bite um, lip kind of pencil thing. I don't know how to say the name though. G-L-A-C-E, Glacy, Glacy, Glossy. But it's, it's my shit. It's my go-to everyday um, lipstick. And then, um, I should have said this first, but once I put on the SPF, I then prime my skin so that my makeup actually stays on. And the primer that I use, I'm still looking for an amazing primer because this one's starting to, it did work great and now it's starting to get funny. Um, it's by Benefit and it's called the Professional Face Primer. It's oh, supposed to like, they did there. Yeah, they're supposed to shrink your pores and stuff. But this is the one that's been the most consistent for me. Like, even when I'm sweating, like, it'll stay on for the most part. So, yeah. That is my makeup, makeup honey. And I still, I use Stila the same as Shanti. And for blush, I mean, another lipstick, though, we need to shout them out is... uh. The lip bar. Lip bar. They're they're yeah, another the vegan based, yeah, black owned company. The the lip bar, I think she's working on her nudes now. Mm-hmm. Um and she's also building out her lip like uh colors. The lip supply. I don't know what to say. But it's like now she's getting pencils and she doesn't oh, yeah. just have lipstick and gloss. Um, but she has some really bright, intense, bold yeah. unique colors um and i think she's working on her nude so if you're like trying to do something a little bit more subdued then that may not be the best product but if you just want like some fierce reds she has this gorgeous gold like this bronzy gold that i just am obsessed with i need to get more of it actually um, oh also for lipstick though let's not forget mac still has fire ass lipstick probably chemicals Who? and stuff mac, mac. It's probably yeah, chemicals and stuff in it. But the other thing that people don't realize is the MAC buyback program. And the MAC buyback program is really dope. They still do it. It's if you take any empty container of a MAC product, whether it's an eyeshadow, foundation, concealer, lip, up, uh, you need to have, I believe, six co- empty containers. And once you res- give them back to the MAC store or the MAC counter, they give you a free lipstick. Oh, well, shit, I got a whole bunch of those little raggedy lipsticks I don't wear. Yeah, so don't don't throw them away. And if there's one that you're like, I actually hate this color now, just literally break the color off and return it to them with the other things and you'll get a free lipstick. There was one. Mac makes me excited. Like Mac actually brings back a feeling of when I did started wearing makeup and like yeah. trying all the lipsticks. Like only Mac makes me feel that way. Everything else I get a bit overwhelmed, but Mac I'm like, "Oh, let's go." Well, the other yeah. thing too is that Mac um not Mac, Bite 
if you're interested in having uh, your own original color makeup or original oh. color lipstick, here in New York and in Los Angeles, they have um, flagship stores where you can actually go in and have a lipstick customized specifically for you. So you sit there with the lip technicians. You say, no, I want more pink. No, add more of this. And they literally mix the color up in front of you. And you walk out with the lipstick specifically made. Like if you're looking for your perfect red, if you're looking for your perfect nude, your perfect whatever, you go and get that done. And then you have it. And they write down what they use so they can duplicate it for you. Incredible. Yeah, it's a whole little cute experience. So shout out to them. Um, moving on. So the next thing that y'all want to know about is acne. Now I had acne pre like ninth tenth grade, um, but I only get my pimples, you know, around my my uh, menstrual cycle, and so I don't have a consistent. Uh, issue with acne I feel like Antoinette you just shared some really vital information but the thing that I would recommend is listen what the fuck is that called because I was taking it you know it was like revolutionary it was like a game changer pro what was it called the acne treatment um proactive am I proactive like I, I would say if you're dealing with acne that is really frustrating, um, you should go to get some proactive or go get something that's like medicated to kind of And it worked it. for you? Yeah. Proactive worked for me. But again, I didn't have severe acne. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't call it severe. It was on the light to moderate. Got it. Um, um I, but you can I, speak more. I think there's a lot of, so acne, it's it's a lot of different ways where you can get acne. Um, I'm thinking that one, your pillowcases, that's numero uno. A lot of people don't realize all this stuff that we're putting in our hair, it winds up on our pillowcases and then we're sleeping on it and that stuff is not meant for our face. Um, Also, I notice I touch my face a lot. I'm constantly like rubbing my face and I realized like being on the subway, I like paid attention to it one day and realized I'm touching these nasty poles that everybody's hands been all over. You don't know where their hands been. And then I'm touching my face all day. So try to avoid that can also be connected to diet. Um, Can also be connected to stress. Like there's certain, um, there's certain uh, diagrams online where you can actually look and see. And I don't know if you might believe it or not, but there's people that will say, like, acne around your jaw means something here. Acne around your forehead means something. Da, da, da. Like, there's all these different kinds of things. So what we're discussing hmm. is the, you know, overall, like, Band-Aid for acne. But, like, usually acne is a sign of something deeper. So try to get to the root of that. But um, I would say right now... When I do feel like I'm getting a pimple, these things are freaking amazing. They're these acne healing patches, and they're these little clear circular patches that you can, it's like a sticker. You stick it on your where you feel like you're getting a pimple, and it's medicated, and it's clear. And in the morning, it's white because it's sucked you get it? all the gunk. Whoa. I got Whoa. it. Uh, it's amazing. It really is. Like This is like revolutionary. Um, you can get it on Amazon. 
uh, not to give them more money. You can get them from Sephora, but they're a lot cheaper on Amazon. And there's no one. I've gotten a couple of different um, brands. The brands that I'm the brand that I'm holding right now is Rael, R A E L Acne Healing Patch Blemish Spot Treatment. And there's 24 patches, and there it's not painful. And like I I used two last night because I felt like I was getting them. And what's even crazier is because they're clear. Like a lot of people are like, I don't want to put that on my face if I'm going to bed with my man or something. You can't see them. It's so weird. Like once you put it on, you can just walk around and like I, one of my what? Home, yo, you Why can't is see. Why nobody? None of these beauty influencers showing this. This is the first time I've ever heard of this child. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I have them. So somebody talking about them, but they're, they're really amazing. And they, your, your stuff will go away overnight. You just go to sleep with it. And then it's, it's, it's sucked the gunk out. So that's acne. But these again are band-aids for acne, like acne. Y'all gotta, uh, y'all gotta figure out what that's coming from. And some people just have acne pro skin, but sometimes it's, it's, uh, a result of something else. So. Go ahead. The next thing is nails. I love a pedicure. Excuse me, a manicure. I love I love a pedicure as well. Um, I manicures make me more excited. There was a time in my life where I had a lot more leisure time, and I'm all about doing your own nails. Um, I bought not too long ago. You can go on the internet, interwebs. You can find like a little a gel nail light drawn like what you would find at the nail salon that you use after you get your nails done and I would highly recommend getting one of those and going to your local beauty supply store and buying a bunch of gel nail polish and doing your own nails and getting a manicure that lasts for a long time it's a really for me it was like a peaceful practice and I just love I just love nails so much. Um, I don't have the time for it as much. But when I do get my nails done, I do go for a nail, excuse me, a gel manicure. And pedicures I do myself as well. So, listen, the ritual of having somebody else do your nails is wonderful. But I also really, 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 really love doing my own nails. So I think it's a practice that. Everybody should try out. It's frustrating at first. Your girl, what's her name? Um, Who? Uh, what's her name? Oh, beautiful Dominican girl. Uh, Angie. Angie does full sets, full yes. gel sets, like with designs, hooks it up. I'm like, well, girl, you get herself. your nails done. She's like, oh, no. I did it myself. I was like, that is my goal in life. Like, yeah. you know I'm doing okay when I can figure out how to do that. But... That's 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 what I have to say about nails. Oh, and a secret for nails, a great hack for if you're trying to grow your nails out or if you need a primer underneath your gel, your gel um, sets or just even regular nail polish is coconut oil. Coconut mm. oil strengthens, nourishes like in a way I can't even explain. Fran was actually the first person to put me on to the miracle of coconut oil on your nails. But right before you do your manicure, you just do a thin layer of coconut oil atop your nails. If you're more of a natural woman and you're, or person and you don't really prefer to have any kind of color 
or polish on your nails, just putting a thin layer of that coconut oil on your natural nails, it strengthens them times a million and gives it a nice shine. It's, it's amazing. It's a godsend. So that is a hack that all of us need to remember. Put coconut oil on everything, including your nails. Child. My nails Child. are so trash. I don't, can't add anything to this. I really can't. Your nails are like, beautiful. My nails are trash. I don't even try. But I need to get a pedicure today, and I don't know how to do that myself. And I also love getting a pedicure because pedicures are so much cheaper yeah. in New York. So that's my self-care. I can't add to the nails. Sorry. So the next thing that people have asked about are teeth. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love my teeth. I love taking care of my teeth. I was always a brusher. It was never a chore for me. I like my daughter who resisted by any means necessary. But some natural teeth whitening processes that I've discovered and can vouch for are brushing your teeth with baking soda. So I brush regularly just for like dental hygiene and then I'll follow and I'll take a little scoop on my toothbrush and I'll just brush with baking soda Spit it out. It's also really good for your dental health as well. But, like, you do that for two months, you will definitely, definitely see a difference. Another process, which some people get freaked out about, but I love it as well, is a little bit, I think both the baking soda and the peroxide are harsh on your actual teeth enamel. Doctors will, dentists will, like, be a little, tell you to be cautious of that. But... Um, hydrogen peroxide. I also follow up with a hydrogen peroxide. So I, I gargle and then I would just brush my teeth like I would for a regular brush with hydrogen peroxide and give it two months and your teeth will be definitely um, much lighter. Another thing that people have done that I have yet to try is the whole oil pulling with coconut I did oil. That. And yeah, saying that that whitens teeth. I've never tried it because um, I like my other processes but these are natural they're cheap there may not be something you want to do for long long periods of time you may want to break it up throughout the year but um just to protect your enamel but listen do yeah it. i okay. did coconut um oil pulling um i don't know it was fine i guess i think the main you thing just- for for me, I'm crazy though. I have an actual dental kit. <laughs> you can buy it off of Amazon, y'all. You can buy those little like scraping tools and things. I have yeah. that and I use them because I have on my bottom two teeth are impacted a little bit. So I'll get the when if I ever see any. I don't recommend it because dentists are like, yo, you're playing around. But um if you trust yourself to get that plaque off, you can do that. I also floss a lot. And flossing will really help whiten your teeth. Little do you know. Um, that gunk that gets caught up in our gums really affects our overall smile and health of our teeth. And so I floss a lot. Uh, the oil pulling was cool, but I, I started brushing with neem toothpaste Neem is uh what is neem? Like they have neem oil. Oh no. It's like, like Indian Ayurvedic yeah, medicinal yeah. plant. Yeah. And um that has really made a difference. 
But people talk about how white my teeth are, and I don't see it as much. But I don't know. It's also that Paris filter, y'all. That Paris filter. Yes, son. <laughs> that Paris filter will have you. It's just a filter that's like, please bring this all together in the way that it needs to be. And it does that. <laughs> it really does. It's amazing. Her teeth lighten, her eyelashes extended, right. her skin toned it's down, great. and boom. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't do the peroxide. That scares me. Cool. It really does. Right. That's it works wonders. I love it. Um, the other thing, uh, the next thing that I think is really important, no one asked about it, but our vitamins. Y'all, all this beauty stuff is attached to our health. And um, I am a vitamin taker. Are you a vitamin taker, Shani? Just vitamin D. why are you this way (laughs) um so i started getting heavy into vitamins when i had that uh cervical cancer scare i was like hold up so now i take um quite a bit of stuff i take vitamin e uh vitamin e is just overall supposed to be good for your skin and it's important that you find the vitamins that um, that are actually quality vitamins and not like shit vitamins. A lot of vitamins, it's terrible. The U.S. is terrible. Um, a lot of vitamins have a bunch of like added stuff to it that has nothing to do with like the nutritional value. It's not even part of the supplement. Uh, it's, it's very strange. This world is strange. But vitamin E... Um, I take, and most of them, my vitamins comes from garden of life cause they're trusted. But, um, I also take a vitamin B12 for energy. Um, that helps in terms of in the morning, instead of like coffee that will dehydrate you and stress your skin out, take a, you know, B12 vitamin instead. Um, I also take a woman's once daily multivitamin, um, another thing that uh helps keeps keep me together and i take what's crazy is i take a stragglers root and you're you told me to take it shanti do you remember that yeah girl taking a stragglers root is is really good for your immune system yeah really good for your immune system and if you have a healthy immune system you can detoxify better um and a lot of this stuff that we're seeing on our faces because our body is not detoxifying and then i take Basically, anytime I'm drinking water, it has vitamin C in it. <laughs> I literally carry oh. around a vitamin C powder in my bag, and I add it to everything. And honestly, like, my nails grow, my hair grows. Like, vitamin C is one of the most amazing vitamins. One day, I'm going to bring my crazy mother, my actual mom, on this podcast to talk about all of the supplements and vitamins. Because she's, like, she's the one that's heavy into it. She knows all about it. Um, she, you know, has a medical background, but she also is like hip to game and not here for Western medicine all the way either. But she's like, she found some case where like a man cured his kid's cancer with, by making vitamin C at home. It's just crazy. So vitamin C is one that's in the rotation constantly. And then after my ugly haircut recently, uh, my sister told me to take Viva Scal, which I'm taking. And it's supposed to promote hair growth. We're going to see. It says it's clinically proven. 
to nourish thinning hair. So we we're gonna check that out. I I'm not supposed to see results for like a month or two. So I'm I'm gonna check it out and keep y'all posted. Okay. But yeah, the vitamins are important. And then lastly, it's your attitude. Yes. If, if you got a bad attitude, you ugly. I don't care what but you, you look ugly. Like. Ain't nothing you gonna do. <laughs> listen. Look, listen. Look at Nicki Minaj. It's like I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh she's a pretty I, girl. She ugly as hell to me. I'm just like, ugh. Mm-mm. Your spirit is not right, ma'am. It's not right. So nope. that's Let's it. End it with the Nicki Minaj song. No, nah, <laughs> nah, no, Nicki. But yes, I think that if this you guys is good. have any questions, yeah, if you have any questions to have us elaborate, we'll be happy to do so. Please email Thanks. atwcpod. That's atwcpod at gmail.com if you do have questions and we'll add them to our upcoming episode. Maybe we'll add like a beauty segment. I don't know if you guys have said questions, but go ahead, Shiny. Yeah, that's it. I'm just. Um um, that's it. We out. I'm a, I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. <laughs> okay. Well, shout out to all the trailblazers that started this. Amen. It's like it, it's connected to so much, you know, hair, beauty. It's always connected to something deeper. It's always connected to, unfortunately, and fortunately, I think, you know, self-esteem and worth. And, um, I know I have been, encouraged and inspired by a lot of beautiful women and i i'm grateful that we can have this platform to to do the same with our raggedy selves our beautiful raggedy selves so amen amen hallelujah all right take care of yourself so the world takes care of you and with that we are out you have just heard an around the way curls john Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. And once your baby is mine, I swear we will never.